This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Learn more about the celebration of modern agriculture March 21st and 22nd on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. at agday.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Remember the Port of Oakland expansion to handle ag goods? The Department of Agriculture says something similar is coming to Seattle. USDA is partnering with the Northwest Seaport Alliance on ag access for a new 49-acre pop-up site. The location will accept either dry ag goods or refrigerated containers for temporary storage. Farm Service Agency payments will go to companies and co-ops that pre-position containers at the site to the tune of about $200 per dry container and $400 for refrigeration to defray the cost of logistics. A similar 25-acre yard was announced in Oakland in January with the goal of having the space up and running this month. Turbulent times in the ag finance space took another turn this week when the Federal Reserve announced a hike to interest rates, but some in agriculture aren't expecting a massive industry impact. AgriPulse's Hannah Pagel has more. An industry leader says the increased interest rates the Federal Reserve announced on Wednesday will not impact farmers' bottom line. Speaking on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers, President and CEO of Farm Credit Todd Van Hoos says interest rates are still relatively low. You know, even if they rise a whole percent, we're still talking about very, very low interest rates. And so, you know, people who've been around for a long time in agriculture understand that four, five, six percent, that's still a pretty good interest rate out there. It's still pretty affordable. It's nowhere near where we got in the 1980s where we had 16, 18 percent. Van Hoos says the increased rates will have a limited effect in farm country. The Fed forecasted six interest rate increases across the year. If they're all 25 basis points, that's a point, that's a, that's a percent and a half. And so, you know, given that that's movement between two and three and a half. If you, if you work that through your balance sheet and income statement, it's just not that big an impact. So we're not expecting a huge impact on agriculture. You can hear more from Van Hoos and what the farm credit system is hearing from farmers on inflation in his Newsmaker interview on agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peckle. In efforts to encourage farming practices with environmental benefits is seeking a broader funding source, The Rural Investment to Protect Our Environment is set to pay $100 per acre to farmers who deploy certain practices like cover cropping, no-till, or the use of precision agriculture. Former Risk Management Agency Administrator Martin Barber is RIPE's Vice President of Engagement and Government Relations. He says the ease of the program is a big selling point. I say it this way, you sign up, you do the practice, you get paid. It's a yearly contract, no ranking, all farm sizes types qualify, you know, limited resource farmers would qualify, small farmers qualify, you know, some of our CSP and other programs have size limitations and those types of things. This is not cost share. This is providing producers a value for the environmental benefits they provide to do the practice. He says the aim is to get producers in the habit of using the practices by way of a financial incentive. We know these practices have an environmental value. We can prove that. So there's a value to the public for them to be doing it, and the public can provide those funds for the farmers to get over that hump and get started using those practices. Now the group is working to secure funding. Producers really like the idea. Uh, obviously, this would be an expensive program. We know that. Uh, so you know, if the, one of the questions is how's it going to be funded, and, and we're looking as again looking in the bill back better or, or recon- another reconciliation or something to find those funds. We know there's a strong impetus in D.C. with the administration. 
to provide climate money, a lot of climate money. Let's get some of that money for farmers and let them get started doing these practices. But he says there's no desire to use existing Farm Bill dollars as a funding source, so the group is pursuing investment through USDA's Climate Smart Partnerships program and is also keeping an eye on additional money that might come from Capitol Hill. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Join AEM and over two dozen agriculture and commodity groups and equipment manufacturers for a celebration of modern agriculture on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. on March 21st and 22nd. Celebrate Ag Day by learning about the latest in agriculture technology and how we are helping farmers produce more with less. Visit agday.org for more information. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase. <laughs>